Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. I am smiling. I am laughing right now because literally for the first time in forever, Matt and I are in the same room together. We are sitting at the same table in the same space. I, this I, is this insane. Is, this is a little bit weird. I, I like. I honestly don't like. I, I, I feel kind of awkward. Like, what to do with my hands? I know. <laughs> like it, it. Okay. So, to give everybody a little bit of um, a little bit of context here, we have not been in the same room together. I mean, we did the Disney store on the spot back in October. And that was seven months ago, Matt. Yeah. That was seven months ago. Other than that, we have not done a podcast together since March 16th or 17th of 2020. The first three episodes. So if you <laughs> yes. if you go all the way back and listen to the first three episodes, they will sound like we recorded them one right after the other. And then at that point, we went totally virtual. Yeah. Um, and some of that is out of necessity yeah. that, you know, getting together on a weekly basis to do recording is just, that's a lot. Yep. But a, a lot of it was out of necessity of there's a pandemic and we need to record virtually. Yeah. And, and, and mind you, so when we were in the room together uh, back in March of 2020, the news had just broken that. Um, or it was going to break within a day or two that, you know, quarantine was going to happen. They were talking social distancing. We we were six feet apart at the time. We were totally apart. Um, we weren't wearing masks at the time. But again, we. But it COVID, wasn't no. it was not a thing at that point. Like no. it was kind of like we, we were <laughs> think back. Remember, we were like, oh, it's going to be a great two week kind of relaxation <laughs> yeah. time in my house. Oh, oh my this gosh. is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy. <laughs> So <laughs> it, feels like forever ago. it literally feels like forever ago. And and so now we're in the room. We're not six feet apart because we are both fully vaccinated. I think I can speak for both of us and say that this show supports everybody getting vaccinated. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Correct. Please go get vaccinated, please. please. <laughs> uh, that said, the CDC just released some information a couple days ago that says you they, they already said that if you had two people who were fully vaccinated you could be in the same room but they just released information a couple days ago that masks are no longer required in public if you're fully vaccinated uh and as such you're protected even if you do get covid most likely you're going to be asymptomatic or have very minor symptoms so here we are and it's like old times yeah absolutely and and so i mean this has some bearings on yeah. uh, the disney verse yep. where very quickly after that not just disney but all those theme parks very quickly updated their policies to the point where i believe correct me if i'm wrong at disney world if you are outside you're and vaccinated you do not need to wear a mask actually i think even disney policy just in general walt disney policy and universal policy they're the same thing if you are outside even if you're not vaccinated they're not checking vaccinations they're, they've just dropped the mask mandate altogether now that said if you're not vaccinated nobody recommends that you're walking around without a mask you are you are putting yourself and any loved ones who are not vaccinated at risk by doing that but if you are fully vaccinated the CDC has said you can be outside, you can be inside, you can be in large public venues, you can be in small public venues without a mask on. So Disney has said, all right, outside, no more mask. Um, they're still requiring masks on the inside, although 
Uh, we have a running bet right now with a, a member of our group, Jason, who I've known since college. He said by 4th of July, he thinks the mask mandates will be gone. I said, I think by Memorial Day, the mask mandates will be gone. So, yeah. We'll see. This episode comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, so this we'll episode see if, uh, would be... It's it's not this upcoming Tuesday, but the next Tuesday. Yeah, so it would be the week before Memorial Day. So I'm either going to be really right or really wrong. <laughs> I don't know. So. And that's the thing is all this, even as we're recording this, by the time this releases, this all might change. Yep. So uh it, it, it's it, it, it's it's great to see things moving towards this direction i understand the apprehension that we've been this whole year of stay inside stay inside be careful be careful be careful and it is hard to kind of get yourself out of that i so today i um uh as i was going to the grocery store i had to stop at the um the gas station and you know, this announcement came down two days ago. So yesterday I wore my mask and all that stuff and I wore my mask at work. But today um, I stopped at the gas station. They've taken their mask mandate down. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to go into the gas station without my mask. I, 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 I'm not vaccinated. I'm vaccinated now. I walked in and it felt weird. I felt like I was committing a crime. I, 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 call, I called my mom. I said, Mom, I said, just did this. I feel like I'm com- doing something illegal. And what it actually was paralleled to was what I felt over a year ago the first time I walked into a store with a mask and how it felt weird, like everyone was looking at me like like I was doing something wrong. It, it, it is going to take some time. And, and you and I were talking um, offline before we even started. I don't know if masks will ever go away. I think that they maybe have found their their place in in Western culture. They've kind of always been an Eastern oh, yeah. culture, but Western culture. Well, I mean, ultimately, while I don't think I'm going to wear a mask into all the stores, if it's flu season, yeah. maybe I do put on my mask yeah. to just, you know, protect myself. Maybe when I go flying, when I'm in yeah. that, like, really contained environment with lots of people who are sneezing and coughing, you know what? Maybe for the two-hour flight, I do put on my mask. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to make any guarantees here, but I'll bet there will be a, some some people that decide, you know what, I'm I'm going to keep wearing a mask. And you know what? If you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. Like That's fine, too. I think what's important, and then we'll kind of transition to what our show is going to be about today. I think what's really important is right now, um, and I, I got to give credit to Lou Mangiello on this. He, he started this thing back when Walt Disney World reopened back in July. Um, hashtag choose the good. And he knew that cast members were going to get berated. They were going to get yelled at. They were going to get screamed at, but it hasn't just been cast members. It's been retail workers. It's been people all across the country, unfortunately have been, have been attacked for their beliefs one way or another. Right. And I think right now we all have to choose the good. And the reason why I say that is, is there are going to be some people who continue to want to wear a mask and that's okay. That's their choice. And it's none of our business if they're continuing to wear a mask, but the same regard, if there's a group of the population who is following the science and, and the CDC, who, as I told you earlier, is the, is the entity that I pay my tax dollars for to tell me that the science says this, (laughs) if the CDC says that I don't have to wear a mask anymore, um, then I'm going to follow the science and and you have to be willing to accept that that's a decision that other people have made too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I got to tell you, it's really funny before we transition. So being live, I'm so used to checking the time and making sure the, the stuff is running through on Zencaster. <laughs> You've got your laptop over there and I don't see it and you keep checking it. And I have no idea what time we're at right now. I have no idea. And it's, it's freaking me out, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like this is weird. I've had to give up a little bit of control on this one. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, usually you set up all the Zencaster yeah. stuff and, and, and get it going and then kind of do everything. And I just, it just, I, I, I don't know. Just I set it all up and got yeah. it going. And well, you're going to be editing this episode. Yeah, so I'll be so editing this episode anyway. Laptop, so um, you actually have a very similar laptop to the one I think I, I bought for myself yeah, recently. Um, oh, what is that one? Is that a? a it's a Asus, oh, Asus? something. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, like, that's the um, I think Best Buy brand or something, right? Yeah, I say I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. It's been nice. That's what I've been podcasting on and editing on for yeah. and photoshopping on and other things like that. So it, it, I like it. Speaking of podcast, uh, how's the other one going? It's going fantastic. We've had a great launch. Uh, 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 the disc continued on display podcast is it's it's very very fun casey you have listened to uh, <laughs> he's listened to both episodes that have been released now to both episodes that are out by the time this comes out there'll be there'll be another one out but um <laughs> or two out actually uh if you've listened to the second episode so again discontinued on display the first one was about wonka bars which was awesome the second one was about the easy squeeze ketchup, or the I think it's what's called easy squirt. Easy squirt. I, I was yes. corrected. Um, easy squirt. I, that was my faux pas. And um, do yourselves a favor, do yourselves a favor, and listen to this episode, and let us know what you think about love apples. Is all I got. That's say. the tease. The Head lo- on over the love apples. <laughs> uh, uh, I just I, I it, it, there was another there was another quote you had in there. I sent you a text on it earlier, and I I just cracked up. It was. Um, Let's see here. I, oh, yeah. We, at some point you go, I don't know if there's anybody riding or dying on funky purple ketchup. <laughs> I, I absolutely lost it. So anyway, I, I don't want to take up too much of our pod talking about that, but it, it has been really good. You and Chris seem to have a really good report. I think we're maybe going to have Chris come on the show at some point. Wasn't that? Yeah, I'm, I I am. St- I, I actually haven't talked to him about okay. that. I totally okay. forgot. About it, so I hope he will. Okay. I think he will. Okay. He, he's he's a he's he's pretty much on board with stuff like yeah. that. I'd love, I'd love to, to talk yeah, with him. Absolutely. And him, so, so um, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're staring at some pretty ominous boxes right now. I'm I'm going to start the pictures um, <laughs> um, because this is going to be a very social media heavy episode. Yeah. Because because uh, uh, usually the uh, us sitting around is just us sitting at our homes in front of a computer, whereas yeah. this. We are uh, uh, talking about a Disney board game. Yeah, many of you know, if you've listened to the show, I'm an avid tabletop gamer. Yep. And Disney Villainous is what we're going to be talking today. And we've been talking about this episode for a very long time. In fact, you, I think this is probably the longest outstanding episode that we have had planned. I think you, you had mentioned this to me back probably before before fall oh it, like it's been idea, in the, yeah the idea was it was casey when we're able to start you know get back together and the vaccines come out let's do this who knew when that was going to be so but here we are it's on and and so i'm staring at and matt took a picture of it there are five boxes on the table right now um looking at these there's a big box that just says disney villainous the worst takes it all and it's got a silhouette of uh, maleficent there's um what i assume to be an expansion pack Dilly Disney villainous evil comes prepared. And it's got a silhouette of scar on it. Then there is another one, Disney, Disney villainous despicable plots, which has got um, Gaston on it. 
Then there's Disney Villainous Wicked to the Core, and it's got a silhouette of the Evil Queen on it. And then Disney Villainous um, with a silhouette of uh, Cruella DeVille, Perfectly Wretched. Here's the wonderful thing about this, listeners. I have played this game. I, I love this game. I just bought the new expansions. I'm so excited. Casey knows nothing about this game. I have not explained anything to him. We have not opened the boxes yet. I literally just set them out. And that was it. And so we kind of wanted to start this podcast kind of getting this real-time opening and kind of hear your thoughts on what it is. But So what is this game, I yeah, guess, is what I should question. describe. I would love to know what it is. I mean, I, I, again, I assume we're going to be villains or fighting villains or something. Yes, you are a Disney villain Ooh. in this I, game. I already know who I want to be. And you are have your own plot that is themed to your movie that you have to execute. Uh-oh. So, for example, I'm going to start the unboxing here. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to try to take pictures. As yes, absolutely. This. So I'm opening up the main uh, the main one, which is uh, the first game was Villainous. So let me give, give an, a great example. So, like, Captain Hook has his own little rule book, and Captain Hook has to defeat Peter Pan at the Jolly Roger. And then there's a little booklet that describes how you go about doing that and and uh, other stuff like that. Then other vi- but other villains have other plots that they are trying to uh, to uh, uh, execute. Yeah, uh, yes. try, trying to ultimately do and win the world or whatever. Exactly. With so evil, with an evil laugh and cackle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I, you know, I can think. So like Cruella Deville, you have to capture 99 puppies. Uh, the evil queen, you have to brew the poison apple and hmm. feed it to Snow White. Uh, Lady Tremaine, you have to marry one of your daughters off to the prince. And so each character feels unique and different and themed to your movie. So it's not just like a generic like, hey, you're all Disney villains and you have to uh, you have to uh, uh, get this generic plot done. No, you are the Disney villain, and you have to get your plot done. Interesting. And so the fun part about this is it, it there are some plots that are harder to execute than others. Some are easier than others, and so that can make it fun if you're a beginner or even if you're like that – maybe 10 to 13 range, maybe a little bit younger that like you're too old for sorry and Candyland, but you're not quite ready for settlers of Catan betrayal at house on a hill. This is a really nice bridge. I was going to ask. So would, would you consider this like a cross between again, knowing nothing about the game other than what you've just done to explain it. Would you consider this like a cross between Settlers of Catan and maybe Dungeons and Dragons, maybe, where it's kind of got some of the roleplay elements? A little bit of the roleplay elements, but it's a very simplistic game. Okay. Um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, Settlers of Catan, there's so many moving parts. Okay. This on your board, which I'm opening up to you right now, Casey. How long, how long does a typical game last? About 45 minutes, I oh, would say. Oh, that's not too bad. And it's two to six players. Okay. Obviously, if you have six players, it's going to take longer. more 45 minutes to an hour. I'll bet you and I can probably play a game once we got the rules under our belt, probably in about 30 minutes. So what I am staring at right now, he just put a game board in front of me for Captain Hook. So uh, this says Captain, am I allowed to read the Captain Hook? Oh, go for it. Yeah. So Captain Hook's objective is to defeat Peter Pan at the Jolly Roger. Uh, And there's, there's 
four different parts of the board. There's the Jolly Roger, there's Skull Rock, there's Mermaid Lagoon, and Hangman's Tree. So, and they got little icons, which I don't know what those icons do yet, but I'm sure he will explain what those but, do shortly. And so those locations are... Ones from, from the movie, the movie. Yeah, like, like so, and, so. I see Earth. So let me, okay, yep. so there, there's other ones here. So there's so. and this there's, is to 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 be very clear. This is probably if you want to buy this game, this is the pack you should start with. Yeah. So this, this is, has this the is most Ursula. Uh, start uh, Ursula's objective is to start your turn with the trident and the crown at Ursula's lair. Uh, so there's Ursula's lair, Eric's ship, the shore, and the palace. And the fun part about her, to not to get too much in this, so you can vanquish heroes. Heroes will enter your realm. Okay. Where where Ursula does not have any vanquish, you have to attach contracts to people oh. and defeat them through That's contracts. Fun. So the last one I'll read right now is is Jafar, because you know how much Matt and I absolutely love Aladdin. So Jafar's objective is to start your turn with the magic lamp at Sultan's Palace and Genie under your control. So you've got Sultan's Palace, Streets of Agrabah, the Oasis. I think that's the that's where uh, Genie and Aladdin yeah. hang out. Yep. And then the Cave of Wonders. So so it looks like the first pack comes with the three that I've already mentioned, along with Prince John, uh, Queen of Hearts, and Maleficent. And so here's the wonderful thing: all these expansions that have come out, they're standalone games. Oh, they are. So you could oh. buy the you could buy one of the packs and have all the materials to play the game. I just recommend getting the 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 first, the, one. The first one because you get more villains. Mm-hmm. All the expansions just have three. You get six villains, um, and and it 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 it's the more the introductory to the game. So you're just getting a little more bang for your buck. But yes, all of these. All of these uh, expansions are standalone games, can be mixed and matched with so each it's other. it's not like the Catan expansions where you have to have the base game and then... Not at all. Okay. You could go out tomorrow and buy one of... Like, you, you, uh, we'll, we'll mention later in the pod of like what, what villains come in what, uh, what pack. Um, if you were like, ooh, I really like just those three you could just go out and buy that pack and have that but i just i recommend starting with that baseline one because then that gives you the most it gives you a good starting villain i'm really shocked that um we didn't sell this at the disney store you think we would have sold this well because this is this is this is straight up like an adult i mean i I, I, pre-teen to teen on a kind of theme or you know yeah. demographic game, you, I know we didn't do a lot of board games at the Disney Store, but this this seems like this would have been a home run. Well, and here's the thing, from a cost perspective, base game cost me forty bucks. That's not bad. Expansions cost me twenty five bucks. Oh yeah, so really? in totality, one hundred forty bucks investment right now between the five, yes. the four expansions and the base game. And you get some really nice. So like you have a little character piece that's uh. um, like inspired by. So like you, I'm showing him the Captain Hook one. We'll and we'll post some pictures. Oh, yeah. It's this really nice. Like it's got Captain Hook's hat, and uh, it 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 looks very very fun. You've got. You know, a little Jafar one that looks like his hat, but uh-huh. um, so it, it, they're all of them are very well molded figures. Actually, you know what? That also kind of looks like his um his staff. Exactly. So it's like his hat and his staff. Yeah. All of them have a nice little theme thing. The artwork is all your classic Disney artwork, so it's not anything funky. Sometimes you know they like to get creative with it, but it, it's. It's all very classic artwork. So so as far as how we're going to do this today, so we're unboxing it now. We'll probably take a break here to kind of get it all set up. But um, we're not going to 
we're not going to keep the pod on as we play the game. That would be <laughs> that would be a really, really boring pod. Really boring for you. Um, we'll probably get it set up, and then maybe we'll we'll, we'll bounce back in um, as we get started. Uh, maybe as you explain the rules a little bit, um, and then from there. Um, we'll kind of check in about halfway through, see how we're doing. And then of course we'll do a wrap up. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So I think for now, um, I think we'll, we'll sign off temporarily. Yes. You guys won't know this. We're just going to execute a time loop here. But the next time you hear us, uh, will be when Matt, uh, starts to go over the rules. So, uh, we'll put some kind of a swoosh sound in here to let we'll you do know. Our, we'll do our glitter our and fairy gl- dust. Yeah. Glitter, glitter and fairy yeah. dust sound. Uh, you, <laughs> it will literally be seconds for you, but it'll probably be minutes for us. So we'll see you real soon. All right. Through the magic of time travel, we have skipped ahead by about 10 or 15 minutes at this point. Matt has laid out the game. Now, we're not going to go through the rules here Um on the pod actually uh, Matt had a great idea so we're going to direct you to our Facebook page and to our Instagram and to our LinkedIn uh, not LinkedIn Twitter <laughs> we have a LinkedIn Matt apparently for us. <laughs> we're taking unpaid internships um, anyway uh, we'll direct you there Matt's going to make a video apparently he's got all the cameras set up and everything it's yeah I'm going to I'm going to make a it, I think this is one of those I could try to explain the rules but I think it's just going to be easier if I can visually show you yeah. the rules um, so check that out it's going to be much better um, and it also will give you a like I'll, I'll use an actual board so you can get a feel for for what the game looks like. So um, just so everyone knows, I am playing as my absolute favorite villain, Scar. And Matt, you're playing with a new character. Yeah, this is one. So I just got two of the expansions. So I'm playing with Pete. And this is uh, like Steamboat Willie era Pete. Mm-hmm. So this is all my cards are black and white. All that art is of like the 1928 Steamboat Willie cartoon. This is one I was actually really excited to get the expansion. Yeah. I believe this is in the Corella DeVille expansion. Yep. Uh, and so uh, I, w- I was very excited about it. So I decided I'm going to do it. I want to do something new. I just realized that it's cat versus cat. Yes. This is kind of fun. Yes. Like, like 90s cat versus uh, 20s cat right here. Or, or thir- 20s cat. Yeah. yeah 1928. Yeah. So, um, okay. So what we're going to do, um, again, uh, that's where we're at. We're going to get started and actually uh, play. Um, and we will check in after we kind of get moving along a little bit, see how things are going. Um, and again, check that video out if you want to know how to play. Uh, Matt will explain how that works on all of our social media platforms. So. We'll see you again real soon. Woohoo! So, uh, through the magic of uh, time travel again, we are probably, what do you say, about 20 minutes into this? Yeah, this is a very time travel-y episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I I will say, uh, we're just taking a break for a second here. It's a fun game. Um, I was just saying offline, I said, we should probably record this. (laughs) This is a fun game. Um, It's their strategy. Um, it's not so much strategy that you're lost. Like I've tried to play Yu-Gi-Oh and with, with Nate and I get lost in Yu-Gi-Oh sometimes it, it feels really complicated to me cause there's so much here. There's a lot, but it's a limited number of things. And again, each character has its own quirk, which I love. Um, so my, my particular character scar, his objective is, is that I need to basically gain, or I need to start a turn where I've got 15 strength 
in what they call my succession pile. In other words, I need to have vanquished enough heroes that are equal to 15. And it starts with Mufasa. And I have to, exactly. So if I vanquish anybody before that, that doesn't count. I've got to vanquish Mufasa first and then anybody after. So, so far I have vanquished Mufasa and Timon. Um, I'm trying to get to Simba. Simba's on my board. He's in my realm. And I've got Bonsai the Hyena set up and, and, and ready to go. And I've got some cards here in a moment. Uh, it's my turn in a moment to play. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm about halfway to my goal. How are you doing on yours? Um, so mine's a little bit odd because um, the cartoon doesn't really have like a plot. So mine is very generic. I have three goals or sorry, four goals that I need to complete. And they are secret. Casey does not know what they are. Um, and so I'm moving things around my board and, and, and playing things in a way that will, uh, complete these goals. I've been secretly looking at them. Uh, so I, it's going pretty well. I'm very happy with, uh, where things are. I'm, uh, honestly, I, I'm probably about halfway as well. Like yeah. this is, uh, this is very even. You know, one of the things about this game is again, it, it can, there are some heroes that are very complex. Like Captain Hook is a perfect example. And let me kind of try to paint the picture of it. So hangman's tree where peter pan is is a locked location when the game starts Mm. in order to unlock it you have to find the map and then you have to find peter pan in your fate deck play him to the hangman's tree move him towards the jolly roger and then vanquish him that's a lot there's a lot of steps i think actually captain hook is one of the hardest villains to play interesting he's very fun but is one of the hardest ones whereas um i would say something like prince john where his his goal is just gain power that's Mm -hmm. it like is the whole wealth thing like Mm -hmm. that makes sense his is very much straightforward. It's like, okay, what can I do to gain the most power yeah. over time? So that's kind of the nice thing about this game too is if you want to challenge yourself, if you're feeling like, oh, I, you know, I, I, this game is too easy. I had so much easy time with this hero tr- or this villain. Try another villain and you might find you have a much more difficult time. Well, I, I think also something that's really interesting about this, Matt, is that unlike other games where you're kind of caught up and not only what you're trying to do, a lot of other games, you're really focused on what the other person is trying to do, too. Here, you have some focus on what the other person is trying to do or other persons are trying to do. But you don't really... Oh, you can hear my dog in the background. <laughs> you don't really... Um, you really don't have... Um, a lot of control like you have this thing called fate where you can cast fate and potentially disrupt what's going on but there's not a lot of interaction which i actually kind of enjoy because as somebody who has a hard time kind of being focused on one thing and then focused on something else it is relatively difficult for me like I, one of the things i love playing Catan but I'm so focused on what I'm trying to do, then suddenly you look over and go, oh, no. <laughs> this and person's you, out of control. Yeah. And then, so th- I will say I like that about this game. And the little bit of interaction you do get, again, casting fate, it can be a dud. Yeah. It, 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 really it can be. Because it is fate. Or, I mean, um, in your case, because you're trying to get heroes on the board, yep. it may not be advantageous for me no. to cast fate on you. Exactly. Because I could be helping you. Yep. Um, so it, it, it gives a little bit of interaction. And in some cases, that can be frustrating where someone gets the ball rolling and it gets to a point where there's nothing you can do to stop them. Yep. 
but that's kind of the risk that you take is do you focus more on what I'm doing or do you try to disrupt what others are doing? And I will say this. I, I don't know what you're doing over there. Your, your goals are secret. I see lots of cards. I can just trust that I'm trying to build towards mine. So uh, I'm at a point where I'm going to play my turn. I'm going to do it live. Oh, yeah, go because, for it. Because what's really fun, a fun thing about this game is that you do have the ability to build chain reactions. Um, so that's what I'm going to do right now. So I'm moving my character Scar over to Pride Rock, where I am going to gain two power from Pride Rock. Which okay. is the currency of the game. So yeah, again, if you so watch the video, you'll see that. But that's exactly. the currency that you pay for things. So the way I've got this currently set up is I've got Bonsai the Hyena, um, who is um, on the gorge uh, battling Simba, or he will be battling Simba shortly. Um, Simba's got five strength. Bonsai's got two strength. So I've got to be able to match um, Simba's strength. So I have the ability to play two cards. Um, my first card that I'm going to play is, uh, let's see here, bear with me. I'm going to play uh, Shinzi the Hyena uh, uh, on top of Bonsai. So that now gives me four strength. But Shinzi also has a little stipulation that says when Shinzi is played, you may also play a hyena from your hand for free. So I'm also going to play Ed the hyena. I've literally got Banzai, uh, uh, Shinzi, and Ed all together. Um, uh, so it says the cost to play hyenas to Ed's location is reduced by one. I don't have to. I'm not playing any at their location. So at this point, I believe I've got six to be able to conquer Simba at this point. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do that in a minute. I've got to move Scar back over to be able to do that. But for now, I've got myself set up there. Um, I still technically have the ability to play one more card. So I'm going to play, and by the way, that cost me four power to do that. Oh, wait, free, I guess. I was going to say for free. For free. <laughs> for free. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, so I'm going to play my other one, which is to be prepared. And this is to discard the top three cards of your deck. You may then choose one effect or up to two allies from your discard pile and put them into your hand. So that's going to cost me one. And I'm going to discard one, two, three. And now I get to pick um, um, uh uh, one effect or up to two allies from your discard pile and put them in your hand. So that's what I'm going to do next. Uh, let's go ahead and sign off for now. Yeah, that, that was a very, uh, very good turn. <laughs> Chain reaction <laughs> yeah. turn. In yeah. That so, case. but what you can see from that is that, but that was not a overly complicated, pretty much on your turn. There's about four things you can do. And mm -hmm. that's, that's about it. Like yep. you, you can choose between four things and, and that's it. All right. Uh, we'll time travel again uh, a little bit later into the game. All right, so we're interjecting here because Casey just totally um, I completely screwed up your plans. Yes, uh, Casey completely screwed me over. Um, so, so, so we, we talked about casting fate. Yes. So casting fate. I got I got cast goofy got yep. cast on me. So, so casting fate is when you interrupt the other player's game. So again, I had no idea what Matt's doing. I just know that he's been building a lot of progress on this one uh, area over there. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, the, it is the uh, Podunk Landing. Podunk. 
boat on landing. So I cast Goofy, and Goofy is, when Goofy is played, you may switch the locations of two adjacent goal tokens. So again, he's got these goals that I don't know what they are. Or move one goal token to an adjacent location without a goal token. So basically, I flipped his goal tokens, which means all the work that he's been building at at these two locations is now for naught, and he's going to have to figure something out. Um I think I, I messed you up pretty bad. Yeah, that, that, that set me back a little bit. And, so, um, so we just had to interject with yes. my misery. Uh, me, on the other hand, I am now two strength points away from um, uh, two strength points away from, from winning. So it's, it's, it's not looking good for me. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. I am the champion, my friend. And I'll keep on fighting till the very end. <laughs> or should I sing, be prepared? I'll say, brother, you sing, be prepared. Uh, um, in case you can't tell, I, I won. I won yes, the you first did. Game. And you didn't like go easy on me, right? No, 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 no. The, the, um, um, definitely did not go easy. And um, it, it's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know honestly. This is a game that's hard to go easy yeah, on. Just, yeah, unless I, you purposely screw up actions really it was that one the 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 fate action that you all heard earlier in the pod about you know that that was what did it i may have been i don't know if i actually would have won but you were close but i was much closer but even so and we just talked about this is i was still probably within two or three turns of completing everything i had three out of my four goals done working towards my last one and i one thing i love about this game is i've never had a game where i feel like i'm just out of it that there's no way i can come back there's no way that 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 i could i could I could win because that's been my frustration. I, 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 we keep using Settlers of Catan as, an, as a benchmark, but yeah. um, I've had some games where I'm out of it. I get blocked off and I'm out of it. And now it's just like 35 minutes of agonizing, just sitting there going, I can't win, but I have to keep playing this. And I, I've never had a game like this. I, I've used Yu-Gi-Oh already on this a couple of times. And again, Nate's tried to teach me Yu-Gi-Oh and I've played it a couple of times. I think what I like about this game versus Yu-Gi-Oh! is that Yu-Gi-Oh! First of all, you're responsible for picking your own cards. Have you ever played Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I've I've played Magic the Gathering, and so that's kind of the same thing. you're responsible for picking your own cards, which means that you're also responsible for kind of making sure that the chains that you want are set up in the deck. But the problem is is you can have as much strategy as you want in Yu-Gi-Oh! If fate's not on your side... It can be a bust, right? Now, that's not to say that that's not like this here. But again, I think the creators, at least from what I can tell, and again, I've only played one character so far. I'm going to pick a different character here after this. It seems like the characters are equally matched. Like you're not going to be handicapped because you choose one player versus another and have less of a chance of winning. There's more to do do maybe with like you said captain hook but like your you had very specific goals that you were trying to accomplish i had very specific goals that i was trying to accomplish Uh, you know what i'm trying to say and you have cards that you know synergize like the creators have made your deck to synergize with your goal like there's there's one there's a set of cards in here so when i was first of all what i really love is they give you instructions about what your ultimate goal is and and this rule book to read that and it's and if you if you're thinking reading, I don't want to read a bunch. It's like a uh, like a, a brochure, like a three a, a three page 
like trifold brochure. Yeah, this is not a novel. Like instructions, yeah, but it's, it's also really important. I think what I like though is that like so like there's this one card that costs nothing. It's called Stick with Me. Choose a hyena who's not on Scar's location. You may perform one available action at that hyena's location. You cannot use Stick with Me to perform fate actions. So. This allows me, if my character is, if Scar is in one location, but I need to be able to execute a different action over here, like to vanquish an opponent, I'm able to do that if I've set up my allies over here, which by the way, makes total sense to set your allies up in the one spot that you can only vanquish, right? Um, the other one that I, I found very helpful that I read about in those instructions was the Be Prepared card. I'm sorry, no, the Long Live the King card. This is the one that, so fate ultimately has your opponent going into your fate deck and casting a particular card. Well, like Matt said earlier, he didn't want to do that for me because most of my fate cards are hero cards, which means that he would run the risk of putting a hero on my board. I, yeah, I don't want to actively uh, 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 help his goal. Captain Hook is the same way, where yeah. like you, you don't want to cast fate on Captain Hook right away because that helps him find Peter Pan. Exactly. Where here, the long live the king card allows me to reveal the top four cards in my fate deck and play one hero and discard the rest. So literally I can go in and there's a very good chance you're going to find at least one hero, probably more because most of the deck is heroes and be able to um, uh, play that and kind of keep your game moving along. So that's what I was able to do. I found Mufasa first, which was great. Got him. Yeah. And then I played this card a second time and I was able to get, um, I think it was Z no Simba. Um, Zazu, I think you played for me originally. And then, and then, or not Zazu, one of them. I can't remember. Timon was Timon, the one. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But then when I had Zazu on my board, you played a fate card, which added strength to him, which prevented me from winning probably two turns in a row. Yeah, that delayed that delayed your victory. I mean, I would your your fate action delayed me more turns, but and that's what I do like about it is there isn't a fate card that like totally derails any plans. Usually it's just like, oh, now it's going to take me two more turns mm -hmm. to complete everything. So again, you don't feel demoralized when it happens. It's just like, okay, it's just going to take, like it just took me a little bit of extra time to complete my goal. And sometimes that's all you need in this game yeah. to, com to win. So here's what I would say. We're going to play another game. Um, we'll, we'll break in again as we kind of go along and kind of recap. But here's what I will say as we kind of go along. First of all, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a Disney fan, duh. Um, if you're a board game fan, this is something that you probably will enjoy, or, or not even a board game, tabletop, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, that said, I could see this being, you know, you said it's for up to six people, right? Um, I think you could actually have more than six. I mean, you could probably, if you had the full expansion pack... I mean, this could be a big party game. I've played with six people, and it's very fun because yeah. then you get into politicking. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, with your fate action, you need to target this person, and but if if you do this, then then you won't. Uh, you know, it it, it, it adds think, that element into it. I think though, what I was going to get at though was that like this could become kind of a, th you know, remember when like murder mysteries were kind of a thing about yeah. 10 years ago, this could become a themed game night where you schedule something on the books. Everybody kind of picks who their character is going to be before they, before they come. 
and um, they come dressed, maybe Disney bound or fully dressed as their character. They bring a, a dessert or a snack themed around their character. The host themes the party with like evil villainous decorations, right? And even if it's more than six people, I mean, you could have six, 10, 12, whatever. And, and, sit around one giant table or you don't even really need to be at a table per se. Uh, you, you could kind of all be in a big living room circle or something. This could become a really fun game. I think over six, it will kind of get boring to kind of go around. That's more of the problem. But maybe you do two, two groups. You do a six. tournament type thing. Yeah. I've, I, what you're describing is something I absolutely have thought about doing. I think it'd be a blast. Like that around Halloween. There used to be a, um, a card game, um, that we used to play when I was in high school and in middle school. Uh, and I'm sure you played this in youth group, especially uh, where it was like a murder mystery. You, you drew a card and whoever had the, like the queen of whatever was the murder. The, like mafia. Yeah. Yeah. It's called mafia. Yeah. That's what it was. That's kind of what this could be, but it's more Disney themed. And you know, just imagine you got your Disney villains playlist playing in the background, Disney villains theater, D- d- themed um, uh, c- uh, cookies and desserts and everything. That would be a lot of fun. This game gives a it gets a twelve out of ten for theming. There this you go. game is perfectly themed. Like yeah. if if nothing else, I can understand some. If you're a deep tabletop strategy board gamer, it's there's not like a ton of moving parts and a ton going on. But from a theming standpoint, it is perfect. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say. I have not run into a villain that I'm like, oh, that's dumb. Like, eh. like they're all yeah. they're all just perfectly themed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna sign off. We're gonna actually open up some beer. Now. Oh yes. Because yes. he brought um, Matt brought beer, and this will be our first time drinking a beer together in over a year. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to open up a beer and we're going to play round two. I'm going for Jafar this time. Oh, interesting. I'm, I'm excited. I, I haven't decided. It'll be a mystery of who uh, I'm going I for. It. I'm curious to see what Dr. Facilier is like. Oh, I'll, you know what? I'll go Dr. Facilier then. Fun. Yeah. Ooh, magic for magic. Yes. I'm all, right. all in. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, break in here in a little bit. We're going to open up some beer here in a moment. All right, guys, we'll see you soon. Okay. So we are what? I mean, I don't know. I, it's hard to know, but we're we're deep in the thick of game yeah, number two. About half an hour into it, maybe. Yeah, 20, 20, minutes, 20 yeah. minutes or so. Because, um, we, you know, we, again, had to, like, you know, read the rules, refresh everything. So, again, I am Dr. Facilier, and I'm playing against Jafar. Um, yes. Uh, there's been a lot of fate cast in this one. There's yeah, this one's moving slower than the last one. That's because there's, there's very specific things. So we talked about the order of operations for some of these characters. So unlike Scar, which was just you have to get accumulate, you know, there was so, one thing you had to do. You had to get Mufasa first, but yeah. after that, there was no, like, you have to do this in this order. So in this case, for Jafar, I've got to get the Scarab, which um, I'm locked out of the Cave of Wonders until I can get that. Which, again, great theming. Right. And then from there, I've got to get the Magic Lamp. And then from there, I've got to get the Magic Lamp. Uh, I've got to hypnotize Genie. And then from there, I've got to get the Magic Lamp over to the Sultan's Palace. And if I can do that, I win. For you... Go ahead and explain yours. Yeah, this is so pretty complicated too. Um, so I have a fortune pile that I am putting cards into, and one of the, the one of the cards is rule New Orleans. So I am trying to rule New Orleans. Um, You're saying it wrong. Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> 
Sorry to our Louisiana <laughs> listeners. I think we've got a couple down We've got there. a couple. Sorry. Um, I am definitely a Midwestern boy. <laughs> um, but I have to control the talisman as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a card that I'm looking for. It's called The Cards Will Tell. Mm-hmm. And again, great theming. Mm-hmm. I pick out three cards from my fortune pile, and one of them has to be rule New Orleans. Yeah. So basically, rule New Orleans <laughs> is in his fortune pile somewhere, but... I keep casting fate, and one of the options for casting fate, one of the cards I keep getting, is the ability to put up to three cards into this fortune pile, which basically increases or decreases the chances that he'll get this. Yeah, you're putting dead cards in there, and when heroes are played, they steal the talisman away from me, so I'm also not just dealing with these dead cards in my fortune pile, but the talisman keeps getting stolen from me. Yeah, so it's it's definitely an interesting game. It's like two, again, two magic makers battling against one another right now, and honestly... I mean, we got a bit to go. I mean, this is a it's your turn next, but um yeah, we got a bit bit of time to go. So Yeah, we've got some got some uh got some problems to yeah, do. Before we go, we are drinking some beer uh for the first time in 15, 15 months together. Um <laughs> I'm drinking uh he brought over into the mirror, um which is kind of cool actually. Uh dry hopped wheat ale with pineapple. Yes, I'm drink- this is from uh Moore Brewing, uh Moore Brewing Company, and I am drinking a uh Boomerweisen. Which is a German style Heifeweizen, I think. I don't know. I, it's good beer. That's really all that I care. It's good beer. All you got to do is add some marshmallows and Hershey's and some Grand Crackers, and that becomes a s'more beer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Zing. Well, um, why don't we? Uh, we'll again see you in a little bit. We're going to kind of move through this game and kind of tell you where we're at in a little bit. So thank you. See you soon. I am the champion, <laughs> my friends. Hey, hey, Matt, do you have friends on the other side? I do have friends on the other side. I am the new ruler of the great city of New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> uh, no, so Matt, Matt won that round. That one actually took, I think we were on that one for a out an hour, I'd say. Well, I think a little bit less, but yeah. still, that one was that was a little bit of a slower, um, slower burn. Both Jafar and Doctor Facilier um, are a little bit slower uh, uh, villains, though. You were casting fate on me left and right, and that definitely prevented me from uh, uh, executing my nefarious plans. But yeah, this one was much more interactive. Yes, than, than I think the last one, like Scar, the Scar. Uh, Pete one seemed much more solo with this one. I actually did have to keep an eye on you a little bit more because my stuff was dependent upon like one of the things that I had one of the effects I had was if you had three or more allies. Um, I could go into my discard pile kind of thing. Okay. But you never had three or more allies on the board at any <laughs> given time because I kept, well, I kept, um, well, you kept vanquishing the heroes I put in your place. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. I kept vanquishing things. But, um, you know, one of the advantages, so both of these heroes require one uh, one single card to win. Mm-hmm. And so one of the advantages that I had is I found those cards right away, yeah. whereas you... I had the, some problems. The scarab was literally like I think fourth or fifth from the mm-hmm. bottom, and of course, I bet at that point I already collected Iago. I had already collected um, you had the lamp already. The lamp, but the problem is, is you only can the maximum you can play cards is really two per turn, and you got to have the power to be able to do it, and you got to be in the right spot to be able to do it. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I but I do think that it, this. 
Um, you know, that that's one of the things in this game that can be a little bit, you know, I talked a little bit earlier in the pod about you don't feel so far behind. That is one way that you can feel far behind in this game if you do get into a situation where the one card that you need you can't find. But still, like, you were doing setup, and honestly, you were very well set up to oh, then yeah. kind of, like, kind of come out of nowhere for a win. And so, it, you know, similarly, it, you know, you, it can feel a bit discouraging, but uh, but also you kept casting fan of me, and that delayed my win a long time. And I think it was more enjoyable to, to do it where there was a little bit more interaction Um and I didn't feel like I was ever too far behind. I felt like it was just a matter of the cards had to fall into place. Yeah. No pun intended. So, yeah. So uh, we were tied one, one. We're actually going to wrap the show here because we're, we're probably close to the hour mark at this point. Yeah. Right? We're about 47 ish minutes in, depending yeah. on how the editing goes of this episode. Yeah. But so I kind of what I want to ask, you know, this was a, it, you know, this was kind of like a mini convince me yeah. of, oh. um, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I know what I did, but you know, I came in, obviously I have bought all of these expansions, uh, I, I'm into this game. I love it. Casey, knowing nothing about it, would you recommend to the listeners? 100%. One, I, I was talking to Matt offline that I think the whole idea of what we were talking about earlier about doing like a themed party or something, this this would be something I, I'd like to do. I think we need to set something up this this summer or something and bring some of our closest friends over and, and, and do, do a tournament, do a Disney villainous tournament. That would be a blast. And we've already got all the stuff. You know, you've yeah. already, you know this, this is, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you really don't know, like, I think I was telling Matt, because you read that instruction card, you know, I got mine for Jafar here, but you don't really, you like, don't spoil and read, like, all your powers right away, because it's fun to kind of see what they do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm kind of figuring out, like, who do I want to play as next? And I think I have an idea of where I want to go. I'm not going to tell you just yet um, who I want to play. We're going to do one more round of this um and then um and then we're gonna call it quits for the night we'll but. post on our socials what that last round was yeah, and absolutely. and who ended up winning and taking the thing so before but kind of in a wrap-up there's one hero that i wanted to highlight that i think is very well themed who's that um and that is the evil queen okay so you have to get the ingredients to make the poison apple and Ooh. the ingredients are the ones in that she uses to actually make it so black of night the ah. old hag's cackle like it is just That's awesome. I, I i know i'm i'm just gonna sound like a broken record at this point but this game is just you are taking on the persona of this villain you know who i'm surprised they have not added from a villain perspective is chernabog they have not. Um, and even there's one hero, or one hero, I keep saying hero. Uh, there's one, well, I guess we are the heroes in our own worlds. Yeah. They do some deep cuts. One of the, the newest expansion, the one with Gaston, is Gaston, Lady Tremaine, and the Horned King. The yeah. Horned I King, have no idea who this is. Who but. is from the Black Cauldron, um, which is a movie that I am not going to overstate as the greatest movie ever. It's not, but I think worth watching. There's a magical pig named Henwin in it, uh, it can see the future. Uh, there's a like kind of golemy type character, and mm. his name is Gurgi, except he's like adorable and good golem, not corrupt and creepy golem. Um, the Horn King is is terrifying. I, I'd love them to do like a Judge Doom from Roger Rabbit. Yeah, a fun one to do, I think. Um, and they seem to be coming out with expansions yeah. pretty regularly. I wonder if they'll bring like Pixar. 
into this. I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting to see what they do because, I mean, they've done... I mean, again, the Horn King is you know a deep cut. really fun if they had a Marvel version. They actually do have do a Marvel... Do they really? So that is the other thing that I have to say about this is there is a Marvel villainess. I believe it is... Probably Thanos. Hela, Thanos... Killmonger, Loki. Ultron, and Loki. Okay. I believe those are the five. So that's the other thing is if you're more of a Marvel fan, you do have that option. I didn't get that version because I think there are better Marvel board games out there. This is the well, thing about Disney. You're board not a huge Marvel villain fan. We already, we've well, already established okay. that. Okay, so. I, the, the, the Marvel villains of the comics, yes, I am. I just uh, think the movies don't always do them justice. But that's a whole other discussion yes, that you can yes. listen to. But but from a, from a Marvel standpoint, like Marvel Champions, Legendary, um, there's another Marvel game that's out of print that I have that I really, really like. like I, I just think from a Disney board game perspective, there's really not that much out there. No, I mean you got Disney Monopoly, but that's Monopoly. Yeah, like it's it's Disney Clue probably or something. Yeah, you have this is, this is an original content. Exactly, game. which I'm actually surprised that Disney isn't leaning more with the rise of tabletop gaming. Tabletop gaming is has has really evolved in the past six to seven years. Yeah, I'm surprised that Disney isn't leaning more into these oh, types of this games. This is probably their entry into it. I mean, I think for a while. I mean, back when I started with the company they they really were investing heavily in the interactive games the 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 disney infinity yeah um, which was a huge and then there was the playmation playmation that didn't quite take off the way that they thought but this is this is definitely a much less expensive way to kind of get into that that market so yeah um okay before we close uh this Airs so you've got a new podcast. Um, we, we've 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 done the 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 Wonka Bar. We've done Heinz Ketchup. The one that debuted what is, is mixed salad shakers. Yeah. So what's the one that comes out? On it is Thursday? Crystal Pepsi is what we're talking about. Oh my God, I remember Crystal Pepsi when I was in fourth grade. And if you want to learn some science of soda pop. You're gonna to want to tune in. I um, remember Crystal Pepsi. And I think I know nothing about the show. All I can say is I think the reason why people or why they discontinued is people could not get over the fact that their this clear drink tasted like Pepsi. I mean, it was that it, was some of it. Yeah, but you I'm will I'm yes, excited. you will you. Will. I do have to say though, Matt, regarding the the ketchup, how 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 um, could you not have known that the marketing. The, re- the reason why they went with green first was it was Shrek. I I, I just I, I forget that Shrek is twenty years old. Like let's <laughs> let's let's get real here. Shrek celebrates twenty years this year. I know that. I, like I, I forget that that was a thing. Like yeah. I just remember like they just decided green ketchup, and I forgot that like oh yeah, early two thousands is when Shrek was coming out. So, um yeah yeah so I so look forward to that again. If you have not uh, uh listened to discontinued on display. Uh, please do. Um, um, I, I'm really proud of it. Uh, I, I, I'm excited about about what it is. It's a very funny, engaging uh, uh, show. So, um, and if you have any more Disney villainous questions, um, um, so if you will, will, you know, I'll post some more pictures. Look out for that video. This is going to be a very social media heavy episode because yeah. what we're talking about is such a visual medium. But also Google it. Look it up. And and. In purchasing this game, Target has this game. Yep. So now I will say if you have a local game store, support them. Support that local game store. Yep. But this is not a game that is hard to find. No. And as I said, not super duper expensive. Great for families. Again, like if you've got that, you know, preteen, even a little bit younger, that is, again, grown out of the 
kitty games, but Mm -hmm. not quite ready for the big, you know, the big complex ones. This is a great introductory. $40 for, you know, a six person game. That's actually really good because Catan, I think, starts at 50 or 60. Yeah, most board games are like 50, 60 plus. Um, And then again, the expansions, and maybe you don't, again, I'm recommending you get the, the big one first. But if you want to grab one of the... Does, do the smaller ones come with the power pieces? Yes, they do. They do. Okay, yeah, so the, they come the, with everything The smaller need. ones come with everything needed to, to play, so you don't need to have the baseline one. Again, I like to have it just because it gets you the most bang for your buck. But, I mean, what? We've got uh, 6 and 12, so we've got 18 villains yep. here that we can play with. That's what I love about it. Yeah. All right. Well, it is closing time. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, if you have more questions about Disney villainous or just want to, you know, chat, um, we would love to get a hold of or talk with you. Find us on Facebook at the beers and ears podcast. You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at beers ears, 1928. Sorry. I don't know. This is usually where I'd like tune out while you like do it. I'm yeah. just like fiddling with my phone <laughs> or something like that. And now I feel like I have to sit here and engage. With <laughs> you. Yeah, he's like, like shaking his head. Like, like it really matters at beers. Ears 1928. You can also email us at beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com. Um, if you've not already subscribed to us and you're just listening to us like as a preview or something, please, please, please subscribe. It helps us get more um, um, visibility in the podcast apps. Um, upcoming um, episodes next week, we're going to have a round table on live action movies. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to have my friend Hope, uh, who's going to be one of our guests. And nice. you're working on trying to get someone yeah. as well. Um, the week after that, we have got our episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And then the weekend after that, or sorry, the episode after that, um, <laughs> this is a special one that we're not going to talk about right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> um, we're going to save that one a little bit later. But just know Honestly, that on, on, on June 5th, I'm sorry, not June 5th, uh, that's when we're recording it, um, on July, of, um, on June 15th, you want to tune in. I don't, I don't think we I even tease say. it. You just, just tune in. Just, just, just tune, tune in. in. Just, just tune in. Um, trust me. Trust me. You're going to want to listen. So, All right. Let's raise our beers or actual yes. beers that we're drinking. Oh, yes. Uh, Cheers. They're actually kind of empty. Yeah. <laughs> this episode has been on us. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.